This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. I'm your host, Brian Briscoe with Streamline Capital Group. Today's show, we're going to talk about the SEC, You know, not the Southeastern Conference for your college football fans, though I think some of you would rather hear about that, but we're going to talk about the Securities and Exchanges Commission. All right, not my favorite subject, but I think it's important. And I will give a shout out to Connor Burton, who did in some way inspire this subject today. I saw him post on the SEC and LinkedIn and, you know, it just kind of got me thinking about it. But a lot of what I'm going to say today, I've already said in some way, shape or form, just kind of really focus in on the SEC. The Securities and Exchanges Commission, I mean, essentially, you know, they're out there to be kind of the watchdog over the investment world. And when we look at syndications, you know, they give us some space to maneuver and it's very limited. We talk about 506B exceptions or exclusions and 506C exclusions, but what is the net effect on the non-accredited investor? Connor's point was it's not good for the non-accredited investor. When you look at the 506B syndication, you know, my hands are somewhat tight. If you're a non-accredited investor and I don't know you, I can't tell you about my investment opportunity. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone with somebody a couple of weeks ago and I told them about, hey, this is how we do things. I kind of explained the investment. And I remember their response like, man, why haven't I heard about this before? I wish I would have heard about this years ago. And they were a non-accredited investor on their way to accreditation, which I hope most of you guys are if you're not accredited, but it's the same thing. It's like, look, if you're not accredited and I don't know you, I can't tell you about it. I can't post about it on social media. I can't put my deals in a place where you can see them. You know, I have to kind of hide my deals and only show my deals to a certain amount of people that I have pre-existing substantive relationship with. So what does the SEC rules, what does 506B really do? Well, what it's supposed to do is protect the non-accredited investors from the unscrupulous investment managers or you know the people who might be putting together these snake oil type deals. But end of the day, what it really does is it keeps people who are not accredited from knowing about this type of deal. And it really prevents them from being able to invest in this type of deal. Me personally, I think it perpetuates inequality. It perpetuates the people who are accredited and people who have money are able to access these deals because you know they can't. There are these 506C syndications that can be advertised and they're only open to accredited investors. So if you're a non-accredited investor, I mean, you might see a Facebook ad or you might see an ad somewhere that talks about these deals, but somewhere in that ad, it's going to say only available to accredited investors. So end of the day, you know, the Securities and Exchanges Commission, they're supposed to be protecting the consumers. Meanwhile, you have, you know, like the FTX guy, I don't even remember his name, don't even want to dignify him with saying his name, but you know, that FTX guy who basically 
you know, committed fraud and, you know, made a lot of investors lose their money. That's the guy they should be protecting people against. But end of the day, non-accredited investors, if you are a non-accredited investor, the SEC has kind of stacked the deck against you and you got to know people to be able to invest in properties, right? So end of the day, if you're a non-accredited investor, you know, what should you do if you want to invest passively in deals like this? First of all, you got to reach out to people. You got to be on their list. You, they have to know who you are and know that you're interested and know that you're able to invest before they can share investment opportunities with you, right? So I think if you're looking to invest in opportunities, and this is the first time you've heard about it, reach out to me. Tell me what you're looking for. And if I got something that we can bring you in on, I'll be happy to do it. So non-accredited investors, SEC, supposed to protect you. That's the idea. They put these rules in place to protect you, but it actually keeps you from investing more often than not. So one thing that, that I am very adamant about is I always want to have an avenue for non-accredited investors to invest in deals. Um, most of my family members are non-accredited. You know, I'm talking about, you know, brothers and sisters. And yes, I have brothers, plural, and sisters, plural. Not very many people do, but you know, my brothers and sisters are all non-accredited. As far as I know, my cousins and aunts and uncles, you know, most of them are, are non-accredited investors. So you know, when, when I look at who I know and who I want to benefit, I really want that non-accredited investor to have the opportunity to invest in these real estate deals. Because I think they're they're amazing investment opportunities. There's a couple of ways to do that, and you know, typically I'm going to invest and I'm going to prioritize, you know, raising capital into 506b transactions where I can bring the non-accredited investors in. But unfortunately, I can't tell you on my podcast, I can't broadcast on my podcast that I'm doing a 506B deal because the SEC disallows it. I can't post it on Facebook. I can't post it on LinkedIn. I can't post it on Instagram or any of the other social media outlets. You know, I can't go in front of a room, a crowd of people and stand on a soapbox and say, hey guys, I got a really great investment opportunity. You know, I can't do any of those things because the SEC disallows it. So if you want to invest in my deals or anybody else's deals, and you're not accredited, the first step is you've got to reach out to somebody. You got to let them know that you want to invest. Usually you have to hop on a phone call or a Zoom call with them just so they can check the box. Hey, yeah, we, we've met this person. We know who they are. And we've done our own due diligence to verify that they are able to invest. So if you want to invest, you're not accredited, you can you just have to do a little bit of work in finding the right people first. You want to reach out to me. There's a, a web form at streamlinecapitalgroup.com slash invest that you can fill out. And once you fill out that form, it's going to send you an email with a link to my calendar. Okay. Super, super simple. And then you schedule a call. So that will get you on a call with me and I will put you on my distro list. And when I have information about deals, you're going to be on that blast that tells everybody on my list. 
that I have a deal coming up. And that's how you can invest. Now, that email blast is only going out to people that the SEC allows me to send that email out to, which once again is the downside of what the SEC makes us do, that the hoops they make us jump through to be able to find deals, fund deals, and bring investors into these deals. Anyway, hopefully the SEC kind of changes their regulations. They change their rules a little bit. We've seen them loosen things up over the last several years, but hopefully they just completely remove this ban for you know the non-accredited investors. It's a much different era than when these rules were made, you know, decades ago. Anyway, I wish we could write, you know, the SEC. I wish we had, you know, somebody who was watching over the SEC. I think it's Congress. But so yeah, call your congressman. Tell them to tear down that wall. But anyway, if you're interested in investing, once again, streamlinecapitalgroup.com slash invest. That's going to you know get you on my calendar. And when I have an investment that's open to non-accredited investors, like I said, I'll let you know all about it. That's it for today. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already, and then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.